Over the next few months, producers will be studying the agronomic characteristics of some of the newer seed varieties. Depending on the end use, different buyers may have different criteria, especially in the case of malt barley. Glendalee Allen Vossler talked with Peter Watts. He's the managing director of the Canadian Malting Barley Technical Centre. Peter, to begin with, let's start by talking about the barley crop that we took off this year. In general, what have you seen as far as samples and how the crop looked this year? Well, so far, the samples that uh, we've seen come through the Technical Centre have been very good quality from, from the 2020 crop. This has probably been the best year that we've seen in uh, the last uh, five years, possibly even ten years, um, with um, you know, with the dry finish uh, in the season, the barley's coming in bright and clean looking. Um, it has uh, very little disease issues this year, very little fusarium, um, very little in the way of pre-harvest sprouting. Um, a dramatic improvement from last year, and and overall, just really good looking barley crop this year. So I think it's um, it's it's a uh, it's going to be a good year. Now I know. Each molster, of course, has different qualities that they're looking for. But what are some of the key things that molsters want to see? One of the number one things they're looking for is germination. Malting barley needs to uh, germinate when it goes into the malt plant, um, into the steep tank. So uh, generally, molsters are looking for high germination above 95%. Um, and they're looking for a bright, clean barley with with uh, limited disease. And you're right that different maltsters have different quality criteria when it comes to things like protein levels. Some are looking for lower protein levels to service the craft brewing sector, and some are looking for higher uh, protein levels to service the, uh, what we call the adjunct brewing sector, sort of the mainstream brewers. But overall, the quality this year uh, and the quantity will be sufficient to uh, provide ample uh, supplies to both the domestic malting companies in Canada and our export markets. And that being said, of course, there are different malt barley varieties that are available for producers, and the Canadian Malting Barley Technical Centre has released the 2021-22 recommended malting barley variety list. Take us through that and the highlights, if you will. Sure. Well, each year we put out a list to give producers an idea of which varieties um, are in demand in the marketplace so that they have the greatest um, potential for uh, selection and and marketing. And this year we have the uh, tried and true established varieties like CDC Copeland, AC Metcalf, and AC Synergy. But we also have a suite of promising new malting barley varieties like AAC Connect, CDC Bow, and CDC Fraser, and these varieties are just starting to get established uh, in the marketplace, but they have great quality characteristics and good agronomics, so uh, we we have a lot of hope that these will be the next generation of high-quality malting barley varieties for Canadian producers. I've been talking with Peter Watts, the Managing Director for the Canadian Malting Barley Technical Centre. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Vossler. Canadian Agricultural Safety Association is holding its annual conference online this year. I caught up with Executive Director Marcel Hacco. Normally we would be out there meeting and greeting and working with farmers and working with farm groups, but uh, as uh, we're told to stay close to home, we 
decided to do a bit of a different a different method. So we're we're doing these virtual conferences. So an hour an hour and a half in Lang, and we were doing every Thursday, and we started October 29th, and our last one is going to be this week, November 19th. Yeah, and I just wanted to touch a little bit on each of the topics. Um, first one here, you talked about um, how to get farmers to buy in to, to safety. Mm-hmm. So uh, for those that are interested, there's actually on our website on the conference page, there's a summary and the video recording of the session. But that first session was really uh, talking to some people that work with farmers, uh, so how to get some buy-in. So we had TC Energy, who's one of our sponsors, but I was also talking about... Uh, you know, how they get farmer buy-in for being safe with pipelines on their land, knowing that it's the farmer's land, and, uh, you know, they're, they're there, but um, they, they need the farmer to be aware of that line. And then we talked to um, some fire departments that we've been doing some training with. So same thing, how do the fire departments work with farmers, you know, to do some proactive um, um, inspections and stuff so that if ever there was an event um, the fire department would be properly prepared and then uh, Red Stewart who's a consultant that works with some ranchers out in BC and again ranchers are not- notoriously independent and uh, really how he works with them and to get them to buy into uh, in- including safety on their operation so that was pretty interesting that first session yeah and the, the second one here looked at um, egg innovation uh, in a pandemic. What were some of the highlights there? Right. So there, there we talked a bit, uh, in, a bit internationally. So we had our own Robert Gabay from our um, association, and he was talking about uh, the group we put together. So when COVID started, we quickly put together a group of um, safety partners right across Canada, and everybody kind of compared what was happening in each of their provinces, uh, what they were doing to help farmers out, and uh, every time a new thing came up, um, you know, everybody would pool resources, and and that worked very well as a a cooperative venture and um, reduced duplication, and people got to to feed off each other. And then we had Carolyn Sheridan, so she normally would be working with the colleges uh, with a whole um, uh, gear up for safety. It's a PPE training campaign, but that is not able to happen. So how she and her alliance was working to um, to make sure farmers were aware of the PPE that was available, the PPE they needed to keep safe on the farm, but then also the PPE they needed for themselves and their workers on the farm. And then we had uh, Peter Lundqvist from, Swe- uh, from Sweden. And uh, we've all heard about Sweden's approach to farm safety and he kind of shared with us a bit what was happening over there and how, I guess, they were putting down a whole bunch of mink because uh, they thought them to be COVID-19 carriers and really, in a sense, kind of congratulating Canada on how it on its approach with farmers because out there, farmers were not getting a lot of support from their, their government. So um, I guess kind of a good news for us um, information, but uh, it's, it's interesting. And then we had the breakout sessions, and that allowed us to get a little more in, into the weeds with the temporary foreign workers, the greenhouses, UPICs, and the PPE supplies and the resources. That was Marcel Hacot. He's the executive director with the Canadian Agricultural Safety Association. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen-Bossler, 
I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Egg Wire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.